Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the April 4th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And again, we have lots of exciting things to talk about today. We do. We think they're exciting. They're exciting for us. Yay! Where should we start? Well, we could start with Android and iOS. Okay. So, one thing that we did was pick up a Pixel 7 phone for Kim. Yay! Yes, because her phone was a Pixel 3a, and while it was a great phone in its time, it's no longer getting Android updates. No, she's not gotten updates in a while. I still love her, but it was time to adopt a new Pixel. (laughs) So I got a Pixel 7, not a Pro. Can't afford one of those, but I got a Pixel 7, and I got the lemongrass one, so I have a cheerful yellow phone. You also have a case that's clear. I do. So people can enjoy and look at my cheerful yellow phone. I'm a spring baby, so having a cheerful phone is important to me. One of the cool things is that it has a fingerprint sensor. It's on the screen, so we're having... I haven't found it yet. Right. (laughs) So we're having a little bit of trouble finding the fingerprint sensor. I've tried because when you first put your fingerprint on to attempt to set it up, it's asking me to put my fingerprint where it shows the animated icon and it says it will vibrate well my phone has really good haptic feedback but i'm not getting any kind of vibration and i've tried everything i can think of so haven't found the fingerprint sensor yet but what else did you find i found out that face unlock on pixels is really cool (laughs) yes i have a samsung a53 phone that i bought oh end of last year and it is actually running android 13 just like my pixel 7 right which has face unlock mm-hmm. they can't call it face id because that's trademarked by apple so it's called face unlock and what it really does on the pixels to where it really shines is it actually tells you where to move the phone so it'll say look more directly at the phone move the phone up move the phone right those are the ones that i often hear mine say but it's very cool And then it tells you to swipe up, and that means swipe up with two fingers. Now, sometimes I don't always get that to work properly. Sometimes it'll just unlock me without making me swipe, which is kind of interesting. And then other times it'll make me swipe, and sometimes when I swipe, that's the hard part, because I'll move my phone when I'm trying to swipe. And I actually disabled my face unlock a few minutes ago when I was trying to unlock it. So, But I guess it'll come back, right? Yes, it'll come back. It's just to prevent you from trying and trying and trying again and again and again with the face unlock. The other thing that I've noticed that's really cool about the Pixel 7, and I guess this is the case with a lot of the later Pixels, is the camera on the back is really huge. Now, I haven't gotten to play with it yet because I haven't gotten Ira Explorer on there yet, but I will. And I'm going to ask the agent, you know, tell me about this cool camera. But the other thing that's really, really cool is how fast it is. It is lightning fast. It is silky smooth. Yes, and it was very, very easy to set up. It was. If I hadn't messed up one of my passwords, I would have set it up faster. The problem is, for me, with my Samsung, while Samsung is running Android 13, and I really like my Samsung, it was actually the first time I actually set up the face unlock on my Samsung. Now, there is an option in mine that says 
go directly to where you are instead of having to swipe to unlock. And I think yours does that too. We just haven't gone into all the settings. That's what I need to do now because I literally just took the phone out of the box today. What I'll probably do over the coming few days is really get everything set up. So it's going to take a little bit of time. Just like with any new phone, it might take a week or so to get it where you want it. Right. So you got to get all these apps on that you want to play with. Exactly. And that takes time when you get a new friend. You can... <laughs> then just install all your apps or you can restore from a, another phone. Which I did not do. Right, which you did not do. Hmm. And that would have done pretty much everything for you, including putting all your apps on it. But there are certain apps that you really want on there, like yes. Cash Reader, for example, to read money. You would want that mm -hmm. on there. Ira, and Cash Reader. There's a few other things. but Maybe just, one of the Envision apps. We just wanted to talk about for a second how cool the face unlock feature was that it told you the orientation of where to move the phone to get your best results that seems to be a pixel thing yes because it didn't do it on my samsung which i was kind of upset about they've actually got some really good deals on pixels right now i got mine with a payment plan so it was one of these pay for what a year or something i don't really remember but you pay over time for it i got it through amazon and they have been having some really good deals on Pixels. Specifically, if you want a Pixel 6a, they have amazing deals on those right now. So I think those are like $300. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy price. So if you've been interested in maybe dipping your toe in the world of Android, you can get a fairly new phone. I think it came out last year. And get a really cheap phone. As far as phones go, anyway, a really cheap phone. $299 is a really good deal. In the last episode, we talked about our little friend, Carrot Weather. <laughs> Carrot weather. It's so funny. It's really funny. Sometimes you just want to make sure that you don't have it on those uh, kind of raunchy settings. Yeah, you want to be professional in a professional setting. He and I can be a little perverse, so sometimes we want the kind of snarky things. One of the cool things that Carrot Weather has, by the way, is I forget what they call it. I think they're called achievements. So one of them is like, you need a boat. That's the name of one of the achievements. So we got the you need a boat thing because we were having like lakeshore flooding the other day and, you know, something about buckets of rain or something like that. We got that achievement and, you know, it's pretty funny to see what they've got. They just kind of make you laugh. And it's not just cute. It actually has really good weather. It does. It actually told me about a storm cell that was approaching. Which really? I turned on. Yes. Interesting. Now, where did you turn that on? And notifications. We didn't go into notifications on ios the last time too much but you could really specify what notifications you want on or off and like for example the sunrise is set to notify you 30 minutes before sunrise well i'm going to probably change that so that it, that one is more like weather gods and it can notify you at the time of so you you would set it maybe one minute before or I don't know if you can go down to zero or at the at the time of, but that would be kind of cool that to be able cool. to do that. Yeah. Um, you can, and the reason I'm even talking about carrot weather is because after the last podcast was recorded, I found out and I linked to it in the show notes last time that there is an Android app for carrot weather. Woohoo! Now the nice thing about the Android app is it's only four bucks a year to That's get rid cool. of. It gets rid of the ads, and the ads are just a bunch of unlabeled buttons that Ooh. you don't really need. 
So if you pay the four bucks to get rid of the ads, those unlabeled buttons actually disappear. And it is a very, very nice accessible app, just like the its counterpart on iOS. So that's why I was going to bring up the iOS and Android thing. What it doesn't have or what I haven't been able to find is notifications, which is pretty disappointing on the Android phone. I don't see a way to get notifications on that android device i think carrot has a website though so it might be worth taking a peek at the carrot site and maybe seeing if there's information about that or maybe even writing to carrot support right which is probably like one person but you never know <laughs> and uh, I, I think it is out, one person is it, yes and finding out mentioned that it's carrots creator is one person mm -hmm. yeah if that's a thing or not one thing to mention while on this topic is that for those of you who have kind of thought huh android there are a lot more apps that are on both platforms, iOS and Android now. So we talked about a couple, Envision, AI, Cash Reader, Carrot, which is quite a lot. There is quite a lot. Outlook. Outlook. Outlook's pretty accessible on both platforms. So it just matters in what you are, are looking for. But I thought that the verbosity of the face unlock was very cool. It was. It was really a cool thing. And the new talkback voices, holy moly. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah, you don't have that old... That weird old robotic sound to Google TTS. Oh, no, no, no. I think you did when you first started I it. think I did when I first started it. But even she didn't sound as bad as some of the old ones. Right. Some of you who are on our newsletter may have noticed that recently I shared the very first podcast that Chris and I did. Listen to that compared to what you've got currently for your Android and iOS voices. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've come a long way in, what, nine years or something? That was 2014. Yeah, that's crazy. So, nine years. That was a Samsung Galaxy Tab S. Which at the time was one of the top-of-the-line tablets. Right. And it was running KitKat. So, it just goes Ooh. to show how far we've come even that. I think by the time I stopped using it, because I actually still have it, it was running Marshmallow. What did we decide T was? Tiramisu. Turkish oh, Tiramisu. That's it. I was going to say Turkish Delight. Tiramisu. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes, that's the Google... Secret code name, Tiramisu. So now that we've talked about that, I want to bring your attention back to a podcast we did a couple podcast episodes ago where we talked about those earbuds. Creative Labs! So Woo! Creative Labs earbuds. We and love Creative Labs. They have touch controls. So on the right one, you press once and it turns your volume up. On the left one, you press once and it turns the volume down. On the right one, if you double tap, it will pause if you double tap again it will resume if you triple tap it will go to the next track i haven't found a way to go to the previous track but what the left earbud does is again if you single tap it will turn the volume down if you double tap it will turn the anc on or off and oh, put cool. it into transparency mode so that's really cool I was able to listen to some of my favorite radio dramatizations on these. And, you know, they're not super, super, super bassy, but they have a pretty good bass if you're listening to an explosion for whatever reason. They have more bass than the Creative Labs over your headphones that we bought, though. I sure. would agree with you on that mm -hmm. one. They definitely do. And they are a little bit bigger. They kind of are in-ear earbuds. So you stick the thing in your ear, and then the earbud itself is sticking out of your ear. But they're pretty big, but they get 16 hours per charge. Wow. 
So I think most of that is probably battery. So about two nights. Yes. Which brings us to another point. At least me, I've been able to sleep with them. I only tried it once, but I was able to side sleep with the earbud in my ear. So and there's no bleed. Yes. So I can sleep because I'm one of these really light sleepers who's like, least little things going to wake me up. Yeah. So. I was using over-the-ear headphones the other day and she was complaining about my book. <laughs> I said, I can hear your book. It's bleeding. <laughs> I don't mind hearing your book until I'm going to sleep and then I'm up. So why are we talking about Creative Labs? Well, first of all, I thought that I would update you, like I said, and we forgot to do it in the last episode, on these earbuds. But, yeah, they're cool. But there's another reason why we're talking about Creative Labs. We and have another new Creative Labs friend. For whatever reason, we're obsessed with Creative Labs. We love them. And well, was, they're a little sentimental to us, too. I suppose. <laughs> but what we have looked at, because I was looking for a new set of computer speakers, because I've got these, wait for it, Creative Labs 5.1 <laughs> surround sound with five satellite speakers and subwoofer, which I don't use anymore. I haven't had them on in a long time. And frankly, bigger isn't always better. Not these days. Not these this days. This is not 1983. This is 2023. Right, or 1993. <laughs> or 1993, for that matter. When yes. you had those rack system stereos, I mean, I'm sure people still do have those, where the speaker is almost as big as you. My aunt had one of those. I loved her big stereo. I remember Purple Rain blasting through that stereo mm -hmm. back in the day. Right. <laughs> so I found what are called Pebble, Creative Labs Pebble. And, and this is course, the Pebble 3, I believe. Yes, it is. And they are desktop speakers they're little speakers now let's backtrack a second you may remember several podcasts ago and if we can find it we'll link it several podcasts ago and several of you bought this we linked to a cool little bar sound bar that both of us are using currently and it's great we really like it so we're going to see how these compare to that because that's what we're both using currently right it's our little bar the cool thing though is the bar took up two plugs yes so you needed to have a three and a half millimeter jack and a USB port available. And that took up two ports, obviously. So the, the USB port was only to power the bar. The rest of it was the three and a half millimeter jack to get the sound in out from your computer. What these pebbles do, at least version three does, they have Bluetooth, they have Bluetooth five, so you can connect them to your telephone should you wish to they have aux they do but the problem is they only take one port on your computer so they actually just connect via your usb port so you're using it like a usb sound card which is really cool so will that work for those people with older systems as long as they have windows or something that's going to detect those speakers then yes i mean in terms of the power is it going to have enough power should cool I know that we watched a YouTube video on these, though, and the guy was talking about something about that, and I wasn't quite sure. It talks about, you know, you could get a little bit more volume out of them if you have a, a port that can give it more power. So I am going to open this box. All right. Here. I can't wait to see these. And, of course, I'm destroying the box. I know oh, I'm gonna, no. I know I'm going to keep them. So. <laughs> as long as they work. Well. As long as they aren't DOA. Well, then they'll get a... Speakers back with no box. <laughs> or they'll get a box where the little handle thing was ripped off. Oh no! So what we have here is 
a little cardboard thing with uh, something in it, I think. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's nothing. I there's see no, it. There's nothing in it. Nope, it's just a little cardboard thing to hold the... Probably to hold the stuff in stuff place. Stuff together, so yeah. They don't want it banging around, so that's a nice touch. All right, so what we have here is a speaker wrapped in bubble wrap. Okay. So I'm pulling this out, and I think you're going to want one of these. Uh-oh. Because, look at, here's one of the speakers. How cute you are. Look at the little speaker. All right. Here. Where's the speaker part? Oh, these are both. I wonder yeah. which way is front and which way is back. I don't know if it really matters. Well, it looks like there's a little sub back here yeah. maybe or something. And I guess it points this way. Is the more open end facing toward you? Let me see. See how one of these... Here's the other one that actually has... The controls? The controls, the volume knob. Okay. Yeah. So the rounder thing is facing you. See, the look one at, was... Look, uh, at, look at this speaker. Let me see that one. Let me see if I'm right. And there's lots of cord in between, obviously. Okay, yep. That's how I would have. That's how I would have yes. done it too. So there's a knob here. There's a button next that's to for, the knob. That's for Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for yes. On the bottom is a gain switch. That's what he was. That's talking what he was about. talking about was the gain switch. And it's also, you guys know I'm obsessed with this kind of thing. Has a really nice rubber ring around the bottom of each speaker to keep them. From moving. From moving. In place. I was thinking if the knob actually matched. It does not. It's just strictly a power knob. One thing I'm a little concerned about is this has USB-C for the cable end. They also said that it came with an adapter. Well, we just have to look for it. Unless the adapter. Because uh, again, it gets its power from the... Oh, here's the adapter. It is taped to the box in a bag. So it will not be lost. Right. So, look at this. Let me see. So you've got... Because I'm going to have to use this because I don't have a USB-C on my thing. So, you've got your little adapter. Hold on, I was trying to unwrap the... Here, look at the adapter. I want to see the adapter. You hold the speaker and give me the little... Oh, that's cute. It's just a little adapter. Uh -huh. And... I'm just gonna kind of rip this open. It's taped though, so you're still gonna have to cut it or something. Pull it off the side. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. So oh yeah, look at this. Okay. So here's the USB C. Okay, let me see that. I'm going to snap your little USB-C adapter on. Voila. All right. So now... Okay. So now, there. how much room do you have between these two speakers? Um, quite a bit. What about? Quite, quite a bit. Because look, look at this cable here. Let me see. Yep. There's going to be quite a bit of cable between mm -hmm. those nice. speakers. So it gives you a lot of space, which is nice. It does. Okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to move our recorder office.
So through the magic of audio editing, I am sitting in front of my computer with the speakers on the desk, and I'm going to plug in my speakers into the USB port. So we can do that. So now I'm going to power it up. Settings. Whoa. Whoa, she says. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to go into some place where we have music okay. that we can play. Now, can you tell that they're facing properly? Yes. Just the screen right here. And the typing sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen to the type And if you do hear any weird squeaking sounds, it's the floor in this office. So don't be alarmed. Let's try that one. That was pretty. Gives us an idea of the highs. <laughs> that tuba sounds really good. It does. All right, let's okay. try let's something try else. Even that sounds good. Not selected. Christmas lights update. Booth flashback. Christmas shopping. Booth flashback. Here we go. Christmas shop. Old saver. Christmas fantasy. Trailer hitback. The bell. Even go spontaneous. You're on the roll. Zero one. Five. You're thirty-eight. The mids and the highs are beautiful. I can't tell anything about base yet. That's very pretty. How far up do you have those speakers? 
Internally? Well, yeah, but the gobbler external. I don't know. You can have it low. That's all the way up. Um, as far as the volume on my speaker, I don't know. Okay. Let's see what happens if I press this button here. Uh, what did you do? It actually went back to the bar. It went to auxiliary from the computer. Oh! It actually flipped, and now the bar is actually playing the music. So you get to hear the difference in the bar and the new ones. Yes. I wonder if you hold that button. Show me a way to get into Bluetooth. That'll be next week's podcast. So again, this is something we'll need to play with more to figure out exactly how these work. So I just brought my phone in here and opened Bluetooth settings. Three. There it is. So let's see what happens. Oh, you made a sound. sound. There you go. I can barely hear my phone. We're going to take this off recording for a second, but I just want to test something about something with bass. So here's what I'll say about bass. I found a dance channel and just turned it on, and we're not going to do this for copyright reasons, but... The bass is more like the over your headphones than his buds. So but not it's still real punchy. But it's still pleasant. It is pleasant. It's pleasant. You can still listen to it, but don't expect it to be punchy. It's not. Right. I'm gonna try one more thing. It definitely fills a room. It's got beautiful sound, actually. It does. But like I said, just don't expect it to be punchy bass. It will not punch you in the face. It's not forceful bass. You can hear the bass, but it's not. It's gentle. <laughs> but it sounds amazing. It's definitely superior to our bar. Let me explain earlier what happened. So with the bar, what happened was when it went to the bar, it was turning the speakers off of auxiliary and turning on Bluetooth so my machine automatically switched back to the bar. That's why it was going from the bar to the pebble and then back to the bar because I was turning on and off Bluetooth. So you literally just press the button to go into Bluetooth and you press the button again to get out of Bluetooth. So if something's playing, you press it to go in and out of aux. And if something's not playing, you press it to go from Bluetooth to... No, it's, it's just Bluetooth. There's no aux on this. There's no three and a half millimeter input jack. Oh, it, I thought it had an aux. It was literally going from. Wait. I was gonna say it does have. There an aux. is. Okay, there is a three and a half millimeter jack on the bottom where the wires on the back where the wires connect in. So it does have aux, but what we're talking about has nothing to do with aux. Right. It probably does, or it's probably smart enough to. No. If there's an aux. Maybe it just works. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's probably smart enough to know if there's an aux connected. Right. So now we're just going to turn this off back to my computer. And it just made a little blip sound. And now it is back to my computer. And it literally switched my computer's sound to these pebbles. And personally, I like it. I think it's nice. I think it's cool that you have that granular control of the volume with the volume knobs so that yep. you can lower it or raise it. You could do the same thing with the bar. I'm not going to get rid of the bar. I'm going to keep the bar. 
but for now I'm going to replace the bar with these pebbles and leave them on the desk. So I'm forgetting pebble because this isn't my speaker. Right. Here we go. And I've forgotten pebble. So pebble is now gone, but it said pebble v3, right? Pebble v3. Mm -hmm. So you know it's not v2 or v1, it's v3. Right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. We hope you found something of interest within this episode. And just for full disclosure, we are using Easy Recorder Pro Easy Voice Recorder. on the Samsung A53. Yeah, Easy Voice Recorder Pro. I'll link to it. It's a killer little recording app, but it's only for Android. Thank you, everybody, and have a wonderful time, and bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and wish to experience less stress and more fun on your unique assistive technology journey, our comprehensive audio documentation and additional offerings are here to support you. We welcome your visit at mysticaccess.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S dot com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have comments to share about this episode, follow our phone menu prompts to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com and connect with us on social media, mastodonmysticaccess.online and facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Anyone may explore our extensive archives and subscribe to receive our bi-weekly episodes at mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our content, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for spreading the word and for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you.